Okay. Check. Oh, that's my dog. He's howling. I think He's howling in a yeah, new I day. think Diego did the sound check for us. There you go. All right. <laughs> you can you can have it both ways. You can well, have it a dog way and a human way. So what kind of weed? What kind of what strain of weed you smoking in the quarantine? I am smoking something called a daily special. I don't know what that is, but it's the cheapest that you can get from uh, the legal joints in Canada. How cheap are we uh, talking here? Uh, not cheap at all because it's the legal joints yeah, in Canada. It's not cheap in Michigan uh, either. It's extremely expensive in Michigan. Uh, but I do believe uh, paying for the convenience of like weed that I actually know is probably cleaner than an illegal dealer's. Oh, yeah. No, I completely agree. And <laughs> yeah. Not to not to shit on illegal dealers who, you know, got me through many tough times in my life. Uh, but, you know, those guys, I don't want to don't want to touch them. I don't want to be near them. Certainly during a pandemic, I could see them being, uh, you know, potential people that might have it. <laughs> they might have Absolutely, the bug, yeah. you know? Well, because they're going around to a lot of people. Exactly. They're, they're still making their rounds, and it's not like they're doing curbside pickup. Maybe some of the smarter ones are, like they're just leaving it in boxes. Well, that's people. why I pay the premium to go to the store, because they are, you know what? They have cones set up. They have curbside set up. I drive around. It's drive-through weed. It's amazing. And, yes, it's $300 for half an ounce, so shoot me in the face. So I'm going to – I'll dox myself here by saying I, I live in Toronto – and uh, so all the major weed stores in Toronto are on the main strip of Young Street, which is very funny. There's like just four weed stores in immediate proximity to each other. It's at the corner and, of Young and Hip. Uh, <laughs> kind of. Uh, not really. It's at the corner of uh, Young and just weird old gay dudes uh, <laughs> near, near, the, near the area where I'm at. Uh, love their weed, though. You gotta love your weed when you're gay. Do you have a basement in your apartment? Uh, there is a basement in my apartment. It is uh, for the laundry room. Ah, it's pretty nice, actually. Not for the growing of the weed. That's, see, that's where I want to go to next, is growing my own weed. How is it done? Uh, w uh, why do you want to start growing your own weed? Uh, well, I, I don't know. It depends. It's not, it seems like it's hard, so maybe I don't want to. <laughs> I've heard weed is among the easier plants to start start getting into, unless you you know you become one of those succulents people. You know how people are really into succulents. Yeah, can, now? I can I tell you about what happened to the to the last succulent I owned? <laughs> what happened to the last succulent you? Yeah. Well, I had some form of rage or anxiety combined that ended in me like throwing it into the garbage bin like hard, just like destroying it viscerally. I was like threw it in. I don't really remember why. I kind of blacked out with rage. And then, I, and then I had to deal with these intense feelings of guilt of murdering a plant for the first time ever, <laughs> which was very strange. Had you ever, like, felt... Because, you know, I, I've, I killed an insect in my apartment the other day, and I felt nothing. Uh, why did you... But was it the way that you murdered the plant? Succulents seem more alive because they're really, like, engorged. Yeah, I guess also, like, insects are, like, our most ancient enemy, like, insects and lizards, so it's, like, killing them is more of, like, ooh, and I did good instinct. 
yeah. in, in the human mind. Yeah. Whereas like plants, they're just here to help, you know? They're just, hey guy, I'm just making oxygen for you. You know, why'd you have to, why'd you have to throw me down like that in trash? I'm just a succulent. So maybe you should try succulents again. Or are you triggered? Do you have trauma from your rage episode with your succulent? I have trauma from the rage episode, the episode. So no more plants ever. Yes. Just okay, like, just marijuana plants. Just yeah, just dead plants. Uh, do you know the laws about uh, growing dead marijuana plants? Yeah, in Michigan. Yes, yeah, totally legal. Right. That was legalized before curbside pickup. <laughs> I I am disappointed that you have not made Juggalo friends yet in Michigan. Okay, well, do you how have do I need Juggalo? No, connect? how am I supposed to go make Juggalo friends? Where? I don't know. Go to, uh, uh, I guess not now. Now is not the optimum time to make juggalo friends. Uh, but I, they're everywhere, you know, just hanging. They're the guys hanging out in the park. Uh, in fucking Toronto. Really? What they've done is they've had the bylaw officers just muscle all the homeless people out um, and just threaten to find them. And I don't know where these homeless people are going. Well, I know where they're going. Uh, they're going to underpasses and weirder places of gathering, and they're oh, still going to all get corona. They just won't be in the city center, which I guess is the goal. Yeah, I mean, this is basically turning into a, a, a horrible class divide, just like, I, like all plagues do, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, there's some... That, that that's what was nice about the black plague in an in an aspect is that because people were so unhip to medicine back then like rich people and poor people died at similar volumes yeah i mean well that was also a, a bacterium is important yeah. to keep in mind which is part of like you know we don't get the plague anymore because we just use penicillin but it was also that's why it was so severe in a way by nature because it was a bacterium yeah bacterial as opposed to a virus like like uh, well i know like other things like bacterial meningitis is way more intense and worse than viral meningitis and so I is feel it like just because it is because is it because of bacteria is, is bigger because it's, it's bigger <laughs> it's, that's, it does that's more damage when it's thrashing around your body and your immune systems it's a big piece of goo i mean i like bacteria i find it easier to anthropomorphize a bacteria i find it easier to relate to a bacteria than a yep. virus because yep. like a bacteria has organelles and shit yeah i would hands you know, down it's... prefer to die from a bacteria than a virus any day yeah there's more it's like man at least i'm dying to be from something that's alive you know at least it's just not like i would rather be eaten by a bear than killed in a hurricane you know because <laughs> yeah. at least you know circle of life you know it's less senseless for some reason. Did you see about those tornadoes that hit? No. What happened? It's just like there's a bunch of tornadoes that tore through the south about a week ago. And there's more scheduled for tonight and tomorrow. <laughs> you know, it just adds up. You know, it's like when you got a vet bill and rents due at the same time, you know? Don't pay the vet bill. Can you get away with not paying the vet bill? Oh, no, I, I, I'm I, clear for I'm just doing a hypothetical situation. Oh, no, no, not me. I would never be behind on my bills. Oh, no, no. Uh, I, dude, there are a lot of bills to pay. But uh, 
I have not been laid off yet, so I feel this grudging obligation to pay them, and I don't know why. Have you done that uh, thing to get the money from the website on Canada.com? Uh, no, not yet. I'm not laid off yet. I don't need. I don't need the benefit yet. Okay, come on though. I'm come not on gonna now. scam the government. Uh, I, okay. I'm not gonna double dip. Yeah, what do I've you already, take me for? I've already signed up a couple of times in your Plus, name because when I was visiting you, I got <laughs> all your info. I know you got my my SSN. I'm my mother's maiden name. Do Canadians, no. Canadians have social security numbers? No, we just uh, we just have a photo of ourselves giving the thumbs up and going, we're good. I trust you, buddy. I trust you. <laughs> I trust you. You know. <laughs> I wish we were like that. I wish we were actually more like the stereotype. The only, the only thing that I would say about Canadians, specifically people in Ontario... This doesn't apply to Quebecers, but Ontarians just do not cross against the fucking light. What does that mean? They have. What does that they mean? don't. Is that a metaphor? They never jaywalk. Oh, they don't. Not a metaphor. It's it's like a thing. Like you know, like no one in New York obeys the lights. I find that, that to everyone be, knows that. I find that to be one of the worst characteristics of New York people is the is the the not total conformity and rigid conformity <laughs> that I expect out of. A walking and pedestrian society. I expect to you stay in your lane, you know? Well, there is a conformity to New York uh, walking etiquette because have you ever just like stopped briefly in the middle of like a walking queue in like a sidewalk and someone gets mad at you because they bump into you unexpectedly? No, I have not. But I, that has happened to me many times in I, New York. When I go on walks in New York City, though, I am trying to conform as rigidly as possible at all times. Walking is, in fact, to me, an exercise of conformity. <laughs> uh, you, you, that's what the, the Ministry of Silly Walks was all about. It was I find, about yeah, liberation. Mo Monty Python's Ministry of Silly Walks would be banned if I was in control. Okay, they would <laughs> they would be hunted down, and placed into camps for making a Ministry of Silly Walks. It's not allowed. Uh, yes, truly. Uh, it is it is the ultimate human complacency that forces us to trudge forward in such a pedestrian way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You see you see what I said there? I did. Well, I had already literally pedestrian. I already said that word. I did know there that word go. before you. Just if we're keeping <laughs> score. Just if we're keeping score. <laughs> uh, man, it's fucking bad in New York, man. The fucking plague is really hitting. Hitting those guys. Yeah, that's what I hear. I'm, uh, that's what I hear. I'm concerned about it, you know. Uh, Cuomo's really fucking up there. At first, people were like two weeks of Cuomo being all like, he's our boy. And now people are all like, oh, no. No mo Cuomo. <laughs> no mo Cuomo? No mo Cuomo mm. after this. Now, probably they'll be mo Cuomo. Mo Cuomo. Yeah, quo, they'll be Cuomo. Uh, at the DNC, uh, who do you think will be when when Joe Biden mysteriously disappears? Uh, who do you think will uh, be the the shill that replaces it? Yeah, it's gonna be Cuomo. I mean, you know, that's they're, they're telegraphing that that if something were, but it's only I think it's only if something were to happen to Biden. Like, but you could just have a stroke that could happen, or Hunter could die. That would be. If... They'll kill Hunter. The DNC will kill Hunter. <laughs> Like they did to the yet another Kennedy. Yeah, exactly. Yet another Kennedy. My, Hunter, I the add. last good, the last piece of good in Biden. 
what do they <laughs> keep, what do they keep doing are they just like each each kennedy person that dies is just like they find out because it's a, you know the, they, they open the closet they go through the, the box they find at the back of the closet <laughs> what, 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 what's the new kennedy joe kennedy no no one of like the young a young kennedy was like mysteriously washed out to sea wait again yeah yeah just like recently just like a, a month ago what that family they got they got a lot of they got a uh they got uh wavering fortunes i tell you that waver wavering fortunes that's like you save you save all your, your crew that's a country song see right there wavering, wavering, wavering fortunes. fortunes oh i've been up i've been down like the amplitude of sound okay oh, okay science wavering fortunes. okay science cowboy it's science <laughs> it's science cowboy did you know that fluto is no longer a planet science cowboy uh, <laughs> this this character is pretty thin no, although um, yes that's the entire fallout uh, video game series is science cowboy science cowboy <laughs> Hey, yeah, I guess that's well. That's what new things are—just combinations of two uh, different things, like uh, two two archetypes that already exist. So, scientist ninja is another thing, which I'm sure exists fucking somewhere. Or like uh, um, uh, warrior journalist. Oh God, I made myself sick. But that definitely—that's what transmetropolitan. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, they have it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Hunter S. Thompson tried that. He tried to be warrior journalist. Yeah, I mean, he had all those guns and was always shooting off guns and like being physically aggressive. Uh, Hunter S. Thompson, good or stupid? Good. Yeah, I like him too. <laughs> I haven't reevaluated him yet in the event. I like the way he writes. Yeah. I like his imagery. He was good. I mean. Uh, you know, probably had some negative aspects that will be reevaluated. I'm pretty sure he didn't treat his family very well, but no, he didn't. I mean, he was friends with Johnny Depp, who got uh, beat up by Amber Heard, which mm, is just lame. Mm, well, <laughs> Johnny, Johnny Depp, Depp is such a fucking cuck. Got beat up by Amber Heard. You know about his family situation? Johnny Depp's family situation? Yeah. Do you know about it? No, what is his They're, family? They are also taking advantage of him, and so yeah. Johnny Depp's family. Yeah, his his family situation is fucked up as well. Like his his deadbeat parents and siblings and cousins are taking money from him because yeah. he was the one to get out, yep. and he feels yeah exactly just this immense amount of guilt. Yep, pretty much exactly, and he's like paying for them to live on a compound in Kentucky. So what you're saying is that Johnny Depp is the greatest martyr of our time. No, that would be Britney Spears. Well, everyone knows that Britney is is, she is the, the public greatest, consciousness. She's the greatest martyr of of our corporate uh, the of the public face of the corporate takeover. She is literally an example of the patriarchal figure in her life dominating her and exploiting her body for profit. Um, and it is funny that she has since started flirting with, uh, weird communist takes. Didn't she call for, like, a general strike or something recently? Yeah, I mean, who knows? That could be a psyop. Um, I do expect her to get married to Jim from the office shortly. 
because um, we we are in a spiraling descent of mediocrity. Yeah, they're meant for each other. She's Pam. She is his Pam. Uh, she is too good. Don't say Brittany cannot be with John Krasinski. There is only one man that has ever been good enough for Britney Spears, and, and that Timber- is... Justin Timberlake? Is it Justin yeah. Timberlake? <laughs> yeah, they need to get back together, JT. No, JT is a false prophet. No, maybe... We, uh, you know, most of our problems can be tied back to the day they broke up. Like, yeah. most of the world's problems. That's when culture all went wrong. Okay, mm-hmm. so, like, 9-11 isn't, isn't when shit started going bad. It's yep. really when JT and BS... Yeah. That's, see, that's, Split up. That was our Donnie Darko moment when, when we started on down the wrong timeline, was when they split up. They were meant to be together. So if you had the ability to go back in time Darko styles... Yeah, I would... I would I keep 9-11. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because 9-11 is how they got together. Uh-huh. And then... Make, just make... It was know, a time of uncertainty. He didn't, he you didn't mean to cheat on you. All right? He, like, they're young. He's young. All right? He's young, man. Come on, Brittany. Um, actually, I feel like, you know, that is the fucking future we're in. Oh, wait, is back to the nineties. Did she cheat on him? Which what happened? Do you remember what happened? Uh, did she cheat on him? I think I think it was just really it was actually a uh, marriage of publicity convenience. I think that was the the thing. They basically weren't actually in love, and it was just a way for them to generate press at the time. And Britney Spears' way of staking out independence for herself was doing those quickie marriages in Las Vegas and to Kevin Federline. Because, you know, uh, the the ability to fuck up when your life is so heavily controlled is some degree of control. And also she, uh, from all accounts, is like she really wanted babies as well. And I don't think JT wanted to have babies with Britney. Yeah. Well, but I'm just spinning. I'm spinning yarns here. I don't know. I don't know. But this is what I imagine for them. But I imagine they're like really good friends, and you know they confide in each other. They have each other's backs. I don't think. I don't think that's happening. Uh, yeah, that's probably not happening at all. But th- let me live my fantasy, where where all the celebrities are in a secret network of good magical Illuminati unity. Yeah, and it's all on Facebook. Uh, you know what I do you think there are any like is there such a thing as okay so you know how there's paranoia and then there's pronoia no I don't know about pronoia pronoia is really cool so paranoia is like you're afraid that everyone's conspiring against you whereas pronoia is you are suspicious that people are conspiring for you and it can it it seems kind of nice but it can actually contribute to fraud mentality because it's like what if I'm just like this really stupid person and people have been like, ah, oh, we're promoting you, champ. You know? It's what Seinfeld has. Seinfeld has pronoia. Yep. He thinks that everyone is in his corner all the time. It always works out. Oh, you know, I'm even Steven. It always works out. Yeah. You know, go Israel. Yeah. I love Israel. No, it always works out for Seinfeld. Uh, he's even Steven, though. It does. It's not that it works out for him. It's that things even out for him. It's that oh, okay. he never... Okay. He never experiences true loss because something always compensates for it, which is, you know, part of the the wonderful nihilism of his character. He experiences neither highs nor lows because he is at the end of history 90s. Hmm. And that's where we want to go back to. 
that's the, the end of history. Yeah, that yeah, is I normal. I can't wait until millennial people who are in their 50s talk about the 90s as if they were the 50s. It's oh god no, but that's gonna be me. It's we're gonna be. It's whatever the rockabilly equivalent to grunge music or '90s hip hop will be. That's mm-hmm. it's gonna be. I was excited to have frozen pizza on Christmas in the '90s. <laughs> that was the '90s to me, folks. Uh, folks, y'all. The, hey y'all. I was excited, folks. The '90s to me. Oh, okay, so here's my pitch for the Back to the Future movie. It's Back to the 90s. It's a Back to the Future reboot. But uh, you have to go back to the 90s to just live there and just chill out. And you have to keep cycling back and going back to 1990 no, 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 every no, 10 years. Dude, I say we remake the... We don't... No, you can't remake the Back to the Future movies. Ever. I will... Uh, they're gonna. Uh, it's, it's due. It's on the chopping block. The only thing that should... You know it. The only thing that should happen with those... Is that they just do more of them with the deep fake technology, and they just like iterate another Marty, and just same exact timeline, same everything. There's just another Marty McFly in the background, and then they edit him into the original movies. They edit the footage, and it's just a big CGI, like the first big deep fake movie thing. That's how you do nah. more Back to the Future. Just no, another. It's going to be. <sighs> No. It's going to be much worse. It's going to be much worse. Uh, it's going to be a shot-for-shot animated Back to Future remake, but with Rick and Morty. <laughs> this is this is the ersatz world we're in, and everyone will agree to it. <clears throat> Dude, it's going to be so awesome. But there's going to be a lot of like background jokes, you know? Fucking, or it's gonna be similar to the like the Family Guy thing where they did Star Wars. Oh God, I remember having to go to some idiot who will remain nameless that you know at the college that we both went to to try to pick Ugh. up to try to pick up weed in Tivoli, and there was fucking the fa- uh, Family Guy Star Wars playing, and it took him forever to get his weed. It took him like thirty minutes to get us the weed. <laughs> And we were in a shitty room at, like, the house on the corner in Tivoli. The drug dealer's name started with a B and ended with rice. And fucking... Might have to bleep that out. God damn, it was the worst. It's like Family Guy Star Wars. Uh, Having yeah, to watch it's all very of obnoxious. it. Waiting for B rice to get us the fucking weed, man. I, I am not ashamed to admit that I will occasionally watch Family Guy. I think sometimes individual cutaway gags are funny, uh, even though 90% of it is just uh, pointless noise. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but so I will keep it on just in case, just to go like, just to joylessly sit through terrible things to get to that one cutaway gag. That's like, eh, that's a, that's a good visual gag. And, you know, honestly, I can respect that sort of workmanlike comedy that Family Guy has where it's just like, just keep cranking out the fucking jokes. I don't fucking know. This is a horse and it's farts. There you go. And Peter says, fucking, I'm tired. <laughs> That's Seth MacFarlane. He's just been smoking cigarettes. He, he's the weight of this empire that he's built around puerile, easy humor. He's just had to crank it out over and over again day in day out and he's just brutalized and he's confusing all the voices in his head 
and <laughs> you you visit him at his mansion and at Sunset Boulevard and he's ready. Yeah, I'm ready for my close-up. And then he falls down the stairs, and dies. Wow! Did you see uh, real life Peter Griffin on Twitter? Yeah, I like real life Peter Griffin. He's yeah. fun. <laughs> yeah. I guess I like real life Peter Griffin too. You know, embrace it, right? Yeah, I think uh, you get a lot of internet points if you're like weird looking, but you you skid into the weird look. So was the countercultural movement actually? orchestrated by the deep state uh, uh someone thinks so. i i think it's um uh both right i mm-hmm. think a countercultural movement starts and then the deep state instantly realizes hey these kids are onto something and then almost immediately after the countercultural movement starts there's already a wrecker in there well uh, let's let's hold up the beatles as an example i would say of representing this because they were, were, the co-opted, were they co-opted by the CIA? Perhaps, you know. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, John Lennon was anti-Vietnam, but that was after the Beatles. John Lennon so. was also mysteriously taking a lot of drugs that the, that the federal government is involved in as well. Like addicted the, to heroin, taking a lot of acid. Where do you get these things? I think if you want to do that conspiracy, I think the most plausible way is to, like Adam Curtis and say what the Beatles represent and what the 60s and boomers represent in general is this sort of navel-gazing individualism where you stop trying to solve the world's problems by, like, you know, doing mutual aid and, like, giving food to people and creating distribution networks for resources. Instead, you just sort of go into this inward world where you prize peace and love as these nebulous concepts without really thinking about it. In the meantime, still keeping your job at, like, a a fucking Raytheon or whatever. But you listen to the Beatles. I guess individualism is often cited as, like, the sort of underlying reason why they break up as well. Um, mm-hmm. that's general, right? Like that's generally why it, they're like, why the Beatles break up. And it's like, well, they all kind of wanted to do solo stuff or at least got tired of working as a team. Mm-hmm. But I think, uh, the Beatles in sort of perpetuating in helping to perpetuate along with everything in the sixties, along with the grateful dead and along with the rolling stones, that idea that you can achieve self-actualization better by going on these sort of like inward psychonaut journeys than by actually, you know, going out there and, you know, giving I've food noticed, to homeless people and I've, sheltering them. I've noticed the more um, a tendency towards rejection of the Beatles lately online, which I find interesting. I always am interested in seeing people who are, like, outwardly rejecting the Beatles in general. Um, I've, seen a, I've seen it go back and forth. So I've seen the thing where... People are like, I really like John Lennon. And then someone sneers at them because, uh, you know, he bit his wife. And then someone sneers at that guy. It's like, uh, you know, only people who are jerks, you know, sneer at people for liking John Lennon. And then it's just so no one's happy. You just can't enjoy anything. <laughs> well, we now have like this whole like part of, of reanalyzing aspects of our culture is like t- looking at their socioeconomic background of the artists 
if we figure that they want to, we want to make them a target. So I want to make if we want to make them a target, we say yes, and then like after the fact, you pick their so like maybe some aspects of their socioeconomic background out as a reason why they make a good target to begin with. So it's really like you mean dis like a uh, dishonest <laughs> way of trashing something just sort of for the fun of making people feel bad. So we well, can all do the that. Beatles were like trash poor. So they weren't trash poor, but they were well, like John Lennon was the trashest poor of them all. Right. Okay. Well, Paul McCartney, uh, he wasn't that poor. Uh no, he wasn't that poor. But they were all they weren't they weren't like what you would call wealthy. They were probably middle class and in like the post-war British uh sort of welfare state. That was actually not so bad. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Fuck the Beatles. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> is no, what I, I'm don't, trying to I, say. Mean, I I just think they were, you know, mostly, most of their songs probably written by the CIA in Langley, Virginia. That's all I'm saying. Uh, what is? Let's deconstruct a Beatles album. I'm just trying to say that Charles Manson was right. Okay, he was right. Yeah, okay, actually, you know, the, I think you could actually make a very strong case that the Beatles are anti-communist propaganda, specifically the song Revolution. And back in the USSR, it's all a, it, it's yeah. all written by the CIA. If you go carry around pictures of Chairman Mao, you ain't gonna make it with anyone anyhow. We're bigger than John Jesus. Lennon. It's bigger pro than Jesus. landlord. Yeah. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. John Lennon, he was a landlord. Never had to pay rent. Actually, he probably did have to pay rent. I don't, I don't know. fucking know. Yeah, okay. Who cares? Who the the, the anti-landlord stuff is funny. It doesn't make any <laughs> well, sense. What Mao's anti-landlord no, stats or the pandemic anti-landlord stuff? Uh, I mean, fuck landlords in general. I mean, fuck a certain type of landlord. Like, I don't care about landlords if it's some person trying to make their mortgage payments by renting out their shitty basement. Like, I don't care about those landlords. Those aren't the motherfucker landlords. But, you know, uh, I pay dues to a big property management company. And just like every corporation, fuck them. Because they take more than their fair share. And then fuck them. Yeah. I don't know. They're bad. Most of those are bad. Do you have landlord? I, I, I don't guess, have, do you a, have. I have like a, not, a, 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 a. My landlord's just like some person. It's it's harder to hate some person, although I mean she's she, no I've she had did, bad landlords. She did send the plumber to to the house, so that's nice. But we are paying her a lot of money, so yeah. But does uh, she interfere with your shit? Like the worst landlord yeah. is someone that like drops by all the time, know, which is the know. landlord that I had when I lived in uh, Kingston. Oof, really? Why would he drop? Yeah. By? Why would he? I imagine it's a heat. Why would he drop by? Well, it was a lady. Oh God! Uh, I'm so sorry. Please, the, please send my deepest apologies. She, she was the she was a lady. Oh my God! Uh, and uh, she was uh, Russian, and uh, she was an interesting person. I, it doesn't matter that she's Russian, except for uh, the fact that uh, <laughs> perhaps she, she, she talked like an idiot. Uh, yeah, well, oh, oh. her command of the English language, uh, no, it was good. I can't rag on it, but it was, it was a little pigeony. 
So it made it a little more frustrating to deal with uh, because I just straight up don't like foreigners. And uh, well, <laughs> um, well. no, 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 not at all. But the reason why she was able to come in is because her son also lived in the house. And the reason why I was renting it is because uh, I, I was in school okay. at the time. So, was like, friend, so your roommate's mother was the landlord? Yes. Okay. Well, that's my roommate's mother was a landlord, and this roommate eventually uh, went nuts and <laughs> wrote logos all over his room. Uh, he was he was a real he was a tech bro nice. he was a tech bro type, and he wasn't Russian. Uh, he didn't have a Russian accent. Just his though. mom. Yeah, he was he was a landed. He wasn't he wasn't fresh off the boat. Uh, but yeah, I remember discovering his room and he had snapped all of his laptops in half and he had trashed his entire room. He had had a mental break. Uh, I'm not going to say his name. That's good. Try and, yeah, you probably shouldn't say his I'm, name. I'm going to say his name. No, you it probably was, shouldn't. It was Sven. Oh, that's it not was, a Russian name. <laughs> that's, it's a very Russian. It's Sven? extremely Russian. Name. Sven? Isn't but, Sven yeah. like a Swedish name? He eventually recovered. Sven, Sven is a Swedish name. Sven it Russian. is a very Swedish name. It is a funny yeah, name. Sven is a Swedish Scandinavian name. All right, it's not a Russian. It name. is not a yeah. Russian Russian names are like Vasily. Yeah, or, like Vasily. Uh, My friend Vaseline <laughs> over here. <laughs> For Vasily. It's John Wayne Vaseline in Russia. Vaseline Kandinsky. <laughs> That's uh, modern art. Vaseline is Vaseline Kandinsky. Mm modern art it's it's fucking century old i do like kandinsky though have you ever the last plague was you you ever watched the decalogue which decalogue the polish series um based on the ten commandments the decalogue no what is the decalogue it's like a 10 hour long mini series of parable metaphor film short films based on the Ten Commandments. It's supposed, I don't know, Kubrick says it's good. I might check it out. It's 10 hours long. Seems like good stuff for a pandemic. <laughs> oh my God. The Decalogue Cinematic Universe is the best. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, I think it's probably a lot of Polish people with angst committing sins. Uh, what's the, the colors, the three color series? Isn't that another Polish one where people feel angst and it's a long series of films? I don't like good movies. I think good movies are boring. I don't want to feel things when I look at film. I just want noise in the background to make me forget that I'm dying. Okay, so you want to watch the office bloopers. (laughs) That's what you need to watch. Because you can fall asleep to the office bloopers. It's pretty meta because they're making the gym face, but for real, at their own bloopers. Mm-mm. Oh, I'm looking at the camera and I'm splaying my mouth. But the the gym face is real. But the the gym face is what you do when you're walking past your coworkers and you want to acknowledge that they're there, but not like nod their head or verbalize it anyway. So you pull the ridges of your mouth back like a fucking frog and show them that mm, yes we are in proximity to each other and i know that you exist <laughs> and they don't do it back to you because you're the only one that's paranoid about shit like this jokerfied man that's jokerfied <laughs> wow I, 
I don't, I don't, I like working from home actually because oh, I am very uh, paranoid. I don't, I don't, I was talking about pronoia earlier. That's not what I have, but uh, <laughs> I have the opposite. Everyone is against me. It's true. Uh, we all are. We all get together. We meet once a month. <laughs> we, we, Stop. We check up on what you're doing, make sure we're fucking it up. Stop. Stop. I'm too paranoid. It's the commit um, the committee against your name here. You can you can say my name. You can say Alex. <gasps> can say first names. That's my name. Your name is Steven. <gasps> we uh, thought we were gonna <clears throat> use pseudonyms like um Crash Bandicoot and uh, and then I'm Elvis. You're <laughs> I'm Elvis and you're Crash Bandicoot. With the, did Crash Bandicoot have a voice? Can you do a good Elvis impression? Um, no. Okay, there you go. Uh, well, Elvis, you can just be a guy named Elvis. You could be Elvis Costello. No. Nope. Oh, mate, I make really bad songs. <laughs> Whoa, you don't like Elvis Costello now? I thought you liked Elvis Costello. Uh, I vacillate Kandinsky between liking Elvis Costello and not liking Elvis Costello. I own my aim is true on vinyl. Because I thought I liked the song Allison, but then I heard about uh, heard it again, and is like he's a fucking mewling mm. little cloying shit. Yeah. Allison. Well, I know this world is <laughs> killing you. He's like a real soy boy. I mean, have you seen the live uh, video, the live concert he did on that German show on YouTube? No. That, what that, What is notable about it? It just is really good. So. He's good live. He has <laughs> okay. some good things about him. Um, you like Elvis Costello? I like that live performance on YouTube. Not all of it. Like all of his album material is so great. But what he... His wife is Diana Kroll, which I think shows where his head's at. Who is that? She is, that is a mom? very is Nick soft... <laughs> Nick Kroll's mom? Yeah, it's Nick Kroll's mom. That's no, Kroll. It's just, it's just Nick Kroll. <laughs> Diana Kroll the comic. Hi, I'm Nick Kroll in a wig, and I have I'm married. Oh God, is Nick Kroll Nick Kroll's dad is like in some horrible corporate scheme, right? I imagine. I think he comes from money. Yeah, Nick Kroll definitely comes from money. But I like his comedies. I like that he's friends with John Mulaney. I I like his his horrible ugly Jew face. <laughs> Which I can say, because I myself am one of them. Yeah, you wouldn't know it just by listening. You'd have to actually get a look at you to determine that. Yeah, you'd have to. You'd have to scope out the old. <laughs> you have to scope out the old visage of Zion. Yeah, because we're not using last names, so no. the only way our listeners would know, apart from your obvious vocal qualities, is by getting a good look at you. If you know what I mean. My <laughs> obvious vocal qualities. There you go. Here we go. I'm gonna do the rest of it like this. Uh, this isn't really a Jewish voice. It's more of a Queen's gay, though. Did you a, see? I guess Harvey Fierstein Did you see that Jewish. movie about Queen Victoria? <laughs> Which the one with? Um, speaking of a Queen's gay. Yeah. Did you see that one? That really intense one. No. Which movie about Queen uh, Victoria? It came out like last year. Oh man. Who does it have? Kate Blanchett? Is it another current Blanchett? No. Queen Victoria? It's that British actress who's now in everything. Florence Pugue? Is was Florence Pugue on Peep Show? Is it Florence Pugue? She was in Midsummer. 
Or is it Anna Taylor-Joy, who has that very round face and who is in the Vavitch? Because they're, they're two British blonde round-faced women who are now in everything. Was it Queen Victoria? What was the movie? Was it called The Queen? There was one called The Queen. Wasn't there? The Queen is the show with Olivia oh, Colman, yeah, okay. right? Uh, so. She's getting your royals. We love our royals. Though. I don't even know. Whatever. Howard Zinn is spinning around in his shitty grave. <laughs> Where is he buried? I don't fucking know. Let's go, let's go to Howard Zinn's grave and I'll leave a leave a book there. Uh, Did you read the People's History of the? I never read the People's History of no, the United States. I don't have a copy. I just don't have a copy, so it's not my fault. I, How am I supposed to? I get know a copy? about it. I know about. I know about it. I know about. It. Who said I didn't know about? I looked at the Wikipedia page. Okay. I know about I know about its importance in historiography. I'm looking, I'm looking at it right now. Okay, I'm looking Yeah, at look, it. you saw some primary documents. Yo. Um, oh man. Okay. Look at this oh. letter from a farmer about the price of wheat. This will tell us a lot about society at this okay. time. Oh okay. man. So ah, you got you got robber barons and then you got captains of industry. Which one you okay. go, which one you gonna pick? Which one you I'm gonna, gonna pick? Be robber barons, man. Okay. Howard's in. There you go. You heard oh, about man. Jim Crow laws? But there you go. Jim Crow laws? Jeez, I, I, I don't know about no Jim Crow laws. <laughs> I'm from Bay City, Brooklyn. That's one thing I know. It's what I'm doing. It's, it's, I, so this is, yeah, this, these, these are the sweat hog. Uh, <laughs> yeah, these, the sweat hog history guys. These are Yeah, these are the guys who, the extras from Saturday Night Fever. Yeah. Oh, man, we're learning about all sorts of uh, history of, like, labor movements and workers yeah. in crisis. Yeah. Let's go join the IWW, guys. Ah, jeez. The reason why we're so effed up in this country right now is because of the, the teachers in the 70s just were total failure. <laughs> That's why. See, okay, so it's not it's not JT and Britney breaking up. It was really Welcome Back, Cotter. Exactly. That was really the source of it. All yeah. of these like pathetic beta teachers and the Beatles and Led Zeppelin. Those. Yes. That's why it's so fucked up right now. Uh, yeah. You can't have you can't have everybody listening to Led Zeppelin and getting drunk constantly, and then be like, "That's the society. That's how society is." Led Zeppelin took the wrong lessons from Lord of the Rings. I don't know how you can read Lord of the Rings and then translate that to fuck 14-year-olds. I don't Because there's very little sexual. I don't know. I'm not sure they were so connected at the time. Baby, baby, baby. If you, you, you know the secret lyrics they to had like Stairway one, to Heaven. One song per album was a little bit Lord of the Rings inspired just to give them. And that was, I, a, I believe, a complete business decision Rebellion. it was a business decision Sing this song. like like how it was in, uh, portrayed in spinal tap where they have there's a lady who's sure jimmy page that she's has been underage jimmy, and she's buying a ticket to my dick jimmy page has been involved in like three unsuccessful bands before he got to led zeppelin the yardbirds were not unsuccessful well, well yeah, sort of. They, were, yeah. they, they sort of were. Uh, the Firm, that was after Led Zeppelin. 
The firm, I, I named it the firm because that's what I called my penis at the time. It was the firm. And uh, we we did rock music like a big penis. So that's that's why it was called that. <laughs> that's my Jimmy Page impression. That's uh, okay. Very so much it's Michael Caine. Like. But... <laughs> well, I was a Led Zeppelin master wine. <laughs> I don't like what you're doing. Ramble on. Sing this song. I'm a fucking 14-year-old. Did Michael Caine ever fuck a 14-year-old? Uh, they all did. No. They all fucked 14-year-olds. Allegedly. <laughs> uh, proven libelously, they all fucked 14-year-olds. Allegedly. Um, we know, uh, not even allegedly, we know for a fact that both David Bowie and Jimmy Page fucked Laurie Maddox, who was 14, at the same time. Not at the same, not simultaneously, but around the same time, during her summer of love. They interviewed her about it years later, and she said, it's, it was fine. What are you talking about? I was 14. I want to fuck him. <laughs> what you gonna do? I don't know what to do with this information. Are we going to reappraise David Bowie? That's That's the guy that has escaped the most reappraisal for fucking a 14 year old is david bowie well people just straight up do not care that he he fucked a 14 year old i mean the way he had sex you don't it could have been totally innocent <laughs> you don't know how yeah. he has sex maybe he uh, yeah. maybe his, he only has sex with his mind she came on to him no i'm look, saying he look, could have been up. he could be an alien and that so i reserve that david bowie may have been an alien with not human, with no human genitalia, is what I'm saying. Or yeah, genitalia incomprehensible to us. Yeah, an- it, like another kind of gen. It, 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 his don't fit. So okay, just calm down with the David anti David Bowie stuff. Okay? Uh, <laughs> if there's one guy, who else? Who else got away with fucking underage? Did I just solve? No did I just about? come up with the most original way to get out of Me Too accusations? Is just to just is I'm an alien, bro. Like I'm a I'm, I believe in aliens and red, like. <laughs> nah, That's dude. how you can like your problematic faves. Is that uh, just rationalize that they are not of this earth and thus not bound to the laws of humanity? Yep. Yeah, man. Nah, dude. That's how you, I yeah. think that's how a lot of people justify it, really. That's like how people justify Michael Jackson, for sure. I mean, yeah, they're kind of like he's so talented, he's like uh, on another plane, you know, of existence. But in a way, he was, because it's like he, Michael Jackson famous is like, we're, we talk about Beatles famous, but Michael Jackson is like even a high tier above Beatles famous. Like literally everyone in the world knows who you are. Like a kid in, in fucking Papua New Guinea who's never seen the sun <laughs> knows who fucking Michael Jackson oh, a mole, is. You mean like a mole child? A mole child a mole in Papua child? New Guinea. How do you know about the mole children? Very suspicious. <laughs> uh, there's mole people everywhere. Why would you not live underground? It's cool and nice and free from coronavirus. Yeah, all the houses that are under the ground are free. People don't know that. Yeah. But if you just dig a hole and then, like, you find the tunnel system with the uh, with the mole people, like, they have a free society down there. Like, it's full communism. Like, you know, it's great. You get a house. You get an awesome job. Like, you get, you know, it's like a ton of perks that go with it. Like, it's amazing. You just have to dig a tunnel. You'll find them. 
Just dig you a dig hole. deep. Yeah, enough. you dig deep enough, you'll find the mole people, and th- yeah. it's sweet. I've been there. They kicked me out because I couldn't stop masturbating. That's the one thing. You can't. <laughs> they, don't, they don't. They don't like onanism. You can't no. masturbate. No, they don't like. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, not even you know, privately. You can't even do it privately. They'll sniff it out. They smell cum. Yeah, well, they're all blind, so their their sense of smell is like tw- ten to twenty times better, you know. <laughs> and that's actually how the society is run. So the king is well he's not you know first among equals because it's communist society but there is a first among equals the word for it is mostly like king he can smell the the best of anyone that's how that makes sense because right. it is a merit it's, it's a merit-based so it's like a thing. genetic thing and like his... in the way that in like the ideal uh communist society the guy that can right. uh swing the hammer the best right well it so it turns out that the person who with the blood the bloodline uh who the mole people that can smell the best is the epstein bloodline so that's that's why King Epstein like is try, was trying to, as was foretold, transcend the mole people mm-hmm. and the above ground. People. But his son Jeffrey was banished uh, because he was gifted with sight, uh, which is considered an immortal sin. Yep. And then the gift of sight corrupted him mm-hmm. to have this this insatiable lust for massage. <laughs> this. People, people don't talk about what's directly under Little St. James Island, mm-hmm. which is, of course, uh, the cavern of uh, carnal younglings. Mm-hmm. Right. Anakin the younglings. He's like Mole Man. He's Mole Man. Like Batman, but Man, Mole Man. Anakin did a great job by slaughtering all those fucking younglings because those kids were all just getting fucked. And they would have all become, like, fucking uh, meth-addicted. They would have all become addicted to death sticks. Death sticks? <laughs> what? The Star Wars universe has death sticks? Oh, man, you don't remember that aspect of the Attack of the Clones? Where no. they're chasing the 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 lady alien assassin through the endless maw of Coruscant. And they're in a club. They're in the Star Wars equivalent to a, a rave club. And a guy offers Obi-Wan death sticks, and then he uses his Jedi mind trick to get the guy to reevaluate his life, which is weird. It's a, it's a weird little Puritan thing that Obi-Wan does. Obi-Wan is anti-drug, because the Jedi suck. What? Yeah, I I have, did you see Attack of the Clones? Yeah, a long time ago, I saw it. Yeah, it's not a good movie. I, uh, I just... Actually, I mean, it's not a good movie, but it's like it's weird as hell, because it is Lucas... Uh, Lucas is an auteur, an auteur of crap, but it's still this weird combination of obsessions and ideas that don't fit together at all. A movie that I've always wanted to see, and I may do in this coronavirus uh, heat, is is the movie Strange Magic. Have you ever heard of that? I'm maintaining that movies can only be art if they are produced by a nation state. So... <laughs> Uh, okay. <laughs> like, is North Korea? All right. Yeah. Uh, North, North Korea Korean is, movies? North Korean movies are art. Movies from Nazi Germany are art. And movies from, <laughs> movies from 1930s uh, America. Eisenstein movies. Yeah. Uh, movies with the full force and power of the state behind them. Those. Then have every this... Canadian movie has government backing because we, no one, we can't, we can't do shit for ourselves. Wow. So. Sliding in, sliding in with the loophole as usual. Canada. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the loophole. Make that the, would be yeah. a good name for a gay bar. 
So like a gay a gay lawyers club. So right now many there are many Canadian cow farmers weeping as they must as they must just dump their milk. They're just weeping and opening the gaskets on their on their milk <laughs> storage containers, letting it spill out into down the drains, mixing with their tears, just dumping just their see- milk. <laughs> On on the on the indigenous reserve, like twenty miles away, a guy's like, "Man, you hear that? You just hear this faint rumbling coming in the distance, and then this oh <laughs> shit, this river of milk comes down. They're going, yeah. they're drowning. They're drowning indigenous communities in the milk they're dumping right now because all the all the fucking restaurants all across the country are closed and can't buy the cheese. You know." Mm-hmm. The processed cheese that goes on the burgers, the burgers so, that, that that all the fat people eat when they're driving to go to their jobs. Don't just don't just process cheese; it's great. Melts so good, melts so good on my titties. <laughs> Take some processed cheese and a blow dryer and put them on my titties and I make I make a bikini top. <laughs> You never done and that then before. I know, you I have a yeah, no, I a haven't. Singles... I've never had a. I've never had a dog, so I bet that's why you're doing that. Because then I bet Diego just just licks that cheese off your titties. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a cheese dating service called Craft Singles. Boom, boom, you got it. All right, you well, got folks, it in your system. I think that's it for the show. That's it. That's what we're gonna do. That's all, all you right. got in your in your wormhole what you need.